Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Don't Vandalize the Satanic Trend Poll. Mm. Uh, my name's Jack. That is Miles. Uh, mm-hmm. These are some of the things that are trending on this Wednesday, January 31st. We're almost out of the <sighs> fucking January, bro. You hate January? No, I don't know. It just seemed long to me. Yeah, it's just like it just feels like when you want it's, it's I guess it is like the Monday of months. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. It's like, yeah, fine. I mean, you know, some good, good, cool shit happens in, in January, but like, also, it also is like the, it is the Monday of months where it's like, welcome back. I feel like people like generally started work right after New Year's this year, and like, like our kids' school in years past had like started like six or seven days into January, and this year it was like the third. You're back to school, so it just felt long. Yeah, to me. Yeah. Um, hey. But you know what's making it feel a little bit shorter? Mm. These new Oreo Space Dunk cookies, Miles Gray. No promo. Um, No promo. Uh, No promo. So there was this article that I was highly suspicious of uh, in something called (laughs) thedailymeal.com. And it was, the headline was, we tried Oreo Space Dunk cookies and they're out of this world. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Get out of here with that shit. But you know, I do enjoy a Oreo variant. Love an Oreo. While, especially one that others describe as too sweet. <laughs> I'm like, ah, <laughs> and that is no my sweet spot. No um, such thing, yeah. Yes. Uh, so the first paragraphs of this review again, right. lead me down the path of, okay. The, so we are the internet is now just like a corporate... <laughs> like they Bill just Ford. reprint yeah. corporate PR statements. Uh, so the, this opens in the world of chocolate sandwich cookies in 2024, a new flavor space dunk will boldly go where no Oreo has gone before. This limited edition Oreo flavor also has an out of this world look um, and proceeds thusly uh, mm. with, with a neon pink and blue cosmic cream interior. Uh, and then they say laced with popping candies. And I don't know what that means. Um, yeah. But, 
But I mean, it's that, a pop rocks, dude. Pop rocks. Yeah. So that's well. Once you get to that part of the review, I'm in. Yeah. You pulled me back in. Um. They they say taking a full bite of the cookie. The exterior tastes like any old Oreo, and the inside like super sweet cotton candy icing. With each munch, also comes a surprisingly light pop rocks like crunch. Yeah. And I mean that all my my question every time with an Oreo variant. What that cream do? Yeah. Like what? What, what are we looking at? You want to know what that from? cream do? Because I'm looking at another, the takeout, our beloved, the takeout food. Yes. Block. Even theirs, I was like, is everybody fucking all in on this like Oreo space dunk fucking psyop? But there's yes. there's space dunk Oreos are interstellar fun, and yeah. there's is you know like I mean I'm the I don't know how much promo is involved here, but like they have a very interesting thing too. They talk about the marshmallow. And they say, uh, my first bite confirmed the marshmallow notes, which I've always thought tasted pleasant, even mildly artificial berry-ish. It's more like a Lucky Charms marshmallow flavor than a Jet Puff one. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Lucky yes. Charms marshmallow, that is the that is the height of marshmallow flavor in my book. <laughs> it's like Not a little chalky. Puff. A little, just, yeah. It's just the, whatever it is about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's more the flavor. It's not really the texture, but I, I really like the flavor of the marsh, the whatever the fuck we even want to call those Lucky Charms marshmallows. Yeah. So that, and they're saying shout out to the fucking Pop Rocks too. Just a mm -hmm. little. <laughs> Gotta try Lucky it. Charms marshmallows always reminded me of like astronaut marshmallow, like because they're like so yeah. dried out. Yeah. They're like marshmallows from the future when exactly. we don't have water. Rehydrate um, them with your spit. Yeah. And there's a hole in it so you can see the like Miami Vice icing a little bit better. <laughs> um it, like they it's their first Oreo with a hole in it. I don't know. This is this is the first one that like kind of captured me attention. You know who we gotta ask? Producer Victor. Super producer Victor, I know you you go out of your way to get Oreo variants. And I know this one. I think it, it's like limited time. It goes on sale today. Are, are you are you fucking with these? Uh, he says I will. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> emphatically in the chat. I will. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I hate. All right. Cotton we got candy. the cosign of well, Victor. Look, yeah. the cotton candy is from the bad article. We don't know. Oh, he said I'm. So I'm not excited because I hate cotton candy. Okay. Um. In other more serious news, yeah. psych. We're just gonna keep doing dumb bullshit. Uh, Elmo versus Big Bird. The debate rages on. Yeah. Um. A few people hit us up on yeah. Team Big Bird would claw Elmo's throat out. Yep. This continues to make sense to me. I feel like when we when we compare the two creatures, Big Bird was designed in the shop of natural selection. Like wow. The, his being a bird implies millions of years of murderous, like survival of the fittest guess and check that propelled him to still exist. <laughs> at this is poetic. Time. I'm just saying like anything yeah. that w is an animal, like there is the implication that it survived the food chain somehow. So like, don't fuck with it. Like, right. it's, and especially at that size, like there, it's got some hidden powers that, uh, you know, we're, we're not seeing when it's like, you know, doing a fun roll bounce, uh, roller skating routine, but right. I don't know. So you, wh where are you at with it? Uh, I mean, I'm, I still feel in my heart of hearts that it's a big bird world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and Elmo will get stomped the fuck out. 
um, without question. I mean, even the stomping power, I believe, like, fuck the claws, you know, a rip in the throat. I feel like Elmo will get mushed under those right. feet. Um, but I dug a little deeper, and there are things that I'm I'm now, that I'm wobbling a bit. Um, the biggest wobbling thing being like that, Big Bird would be top-heavy yeah. ass motherfucker. No. Well, guess That's what? what? <laughs> that is Victor's ar- ar- argument, by the way. So <laughs> yeah, too top-heavy. Too top-heavy. Yeah. Bitch, flip that motherfucker over. Yeah, how's he gonna get up with them weird ass arms? He can't. <laughs> he looking like Josh Brolin with feathers. What if you knocked him over and he just like jumped? Like you know how pe- karate people could like jump from their up? back like onto yeah. the <laughs> yeah. Oh, karate that would people. Freak the fuck Jesus. out of me, karate yeah. people. Jack, we're called Japanese Americans. Okay, <laughs> I really appreciate you. <laughs> if you could stop doing that shit. <laughs> called a sushi gang earlier (laughs) but the thing i found out about elmo he's categorized as a fucking monster okay that's a good point that's something you i have to put a couple stones on that side of the scale knowing that elmo is not some cuddly they're like this motherfucker a monster yeah so i'm like okay i'm willing to give that another thing i saw is a conspiracy theory that big bird is actually um a one an extinct bird called the moa and they point to this because he interacts a lot with like in one of the movies he was adopted by a family of dodos famously extinct oh so and he's just on the precipice he's just like begging if snuffleupagus to be taken is some out. kind of mammoth that motherfucker yeah. extreme he's extinct too yeah and what is he like surviving out here all that time the other part is let's be real this motherfucker is eight foot five yeah that's Big also target. fucking freaky so yeah. I feel like eight foot five, the eight foot five with those thighs. Cause I looked at the skeletal structure of a MOA, <laughs> dude, these femurs are fucking, gr- they're grotesque. Yeah. They're like oil drums. That's how thick these femur bones are. So like, oh. imagine the musculature around that you're getting fucking stomped to bits Elmo. even though you're a monster. I'm still, I think I'm coming around to that. The fact that this guy survived, he's the last of his kind. Yeah. I don't, that's, yeah, that's stuff. right. Um, even though he's I also eyes facing forward implies predation, yep. you know, in the design shop of natural selection, your yeah. eyes are facing forward because you're a killer. You're not worried about what's coming from behind. You're, you're just out there on the prowl. But doesn't that also put some stock into Elmo? This fucking, this motherfucker's eyes couldn't be more in front. Yeah. His eyes are touching. <laughs> yeah. And they have like, I think he has no peripheral vision because he's like, yeah, Elmo. It doesn't matter. You have to fucking, if you touch me, you're dead. I don't know why he turned into Mike Tyson suddenly, <laughs> but anyway, that's <laughs> my stars are impetuous. Um, there's something, I don't know. Eat so the heart. debate rages on. The debate rages on. Yeah. And that is, um, all right. Those are the two important stories of the day. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be yeah. back to talk about things that are news elsewhere, not just yes. on this podcast. We'll be right back. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture Culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. And we're back. We're back. And Miles, the word Satanism is trending right now on hey, social shout media. Shout out to the show sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Shout to, out our hashtag uh, promo. That's right. Uh, thanks to a new development in a story involving Christmas decorations in Iowa State House. So last December, the government building was home to the Satanic Temple's festive statue of the goat-headed Baphomet. Yeah. Uh, after the group, the Satanic Temple simply filled out the same application as anybody who wanted to put up a nativity scene and put up a uh, what, so it featured a ram's head covered with mirrors on a mannequin cloaked in red clothing. Um, Lucian Greaves, co-founder of the Satanic Temple, uh, says his satanic display is a symbol of their right to religious freedom. Um, I gotta give a shout out to Lucian Greaves being, you know, that is a Slytherin ass name. Like, wow. well, well done all Lucian. around by the parents. Is he Lucian or Lucian? Lucian do do? or Lucian, either way, are there, it's 
like is that, that motherfucker, like thing? at five years old, they were like, and he's going to be uh, part of the satanic temple like that. Do, do you know any kid's name Lucian? I don't. Not. I feel like I I heard that name recently. I was like, yo, that shit's fucking all right, dude. Kind of goes. Right, I right, like Lucian. It. Yeah. Especially if you're going to like do some ill shit, like put a Baphomet up in like next to the yeah. activity scene. Like, I like to, cool. I like to class up Baphomet and pronounce it like Timothy Baphomet. <laughs> you know, the T is just yeah. an invitation to class it up a bit. So shout out Baphomet. <laughs> Baphomet. Um, <laughs> So the Satanic Temple uh, puts up their own monuments and government buildings uh, all the time yeah. as a counterpoint to Christian ones. And it's kind of like a lot of the time when I hear people from the uh, Church of Satan or the Satanic Temples talk, they're, they're kind of making sense more than the knee-jerk reaction might lead you to believe. Uh, so they're calling attention to the loophole in the First Amendment that allows for religious displays despite the no establishment of religion clause. So mm. basically the Supreme court created a loophole in the first amendment to allow religious displays by arguing that as long as every group gets to have one, it doesn't violate the no establishment of religion cause. Yeah. Yeah. Got their ass. They're yeah. like truly just being like, yeah, it's no problem. Right. I love how they put up their Baphomet and this Baphomet. fucking, their fuck this fucking state representative, some weird dude who had a failed congressional campaign, just fucking ripped it down. And yeah. now, what are we looking at here? What kind of charges? Uh, so at first, it was fourth degree criminal mischief, which mm. makes him sound like a real scamp. Uh, but now yeah. they got bumped up to hate crime charges, which that's uh, I mean, kind of is what it is, right? Like, Way to keep it consistent. I mean, yeah, if we're, if we're talking about these are these are like the freedoms of religious expression, then yeah, to tear down yeah. someone else's yeah, religious expression should be considered a hate crime. Yeah. So, so prosecutors what have, you mad at? Uh, ramped them up to third degree criminal mischief with uh, a note that the crime actions were committed in violation of individual rights under Iowa's hate crime statute. So somebody's like behind the scenes doing doing the good work of being like, yeah, we gotta gotta defend these yeah these satanic temple people doing the doing the lord's work obviously this has caused a lot of conservatives to flip their shit just all the way they're they're just yeah. like how could you be charged with a hate crime when he was fighting hate by beating up a mannequin that was clearly a manifestation of pure evil right pure evil that as uh brian the editor points out uh that abortion is a sacred religious right um, you know, yeah, that's what the of Church course. of Satan pure, pure evil, pure evil, pure evil. But yeah, it's yeah. really just a foil to the, the Christo fascism that we're seeing. Uh, just, just ramp up by yeah. by every decade, just a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, so the Satanic Temple has been designated as a church by the IRS in 2022. A guy tried to burn down a Satanic Temple building in Salem, Massachusetts. Um, literally telling police it's a hate crime. He was charged with a civil <laughs> rights violation, destroying a place of worship and arson. So I'm great. I'm, I'm doing a hate crime, pal. <laughs> hey buddy, I'm doing a hate crime over here. Cause you get those blinking lights off me. Yeah. Okay. Get your blinkers off me. I'm trying to do a hate crime here. Brian, the editor points out the church of Satan and the satanic temple, different churches with similar ideals. So, uh, in case I fucked that yeah, up, don't get them fucked up. Don't get them fucked up. Yeah. You don't want to get big birded out here. Big bird. De definitely an icon of the, 
of the church. No, I'm saying they'll stomp you out. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> 2017, the Satanic Temple's decorative tree topper was stolen from a holiday celebration, and the police asked them if they wanted to file the incident as a hate crime, but they declined. So the, the cops are like, you know, here to... Satan here is to a defend. kind God. Satan yeah. is a kind God. I will say that. I will say that. All right. So there was a drone attack in we, that we talked about on our, uh, I think it was the Monday morning trends episode. Yeah. Just to update that story, there's new reporting about how the drone was able to attack American soldiers on the Syrian border. It turns out that the drone was mistaken for an American drone that was heading back to base. Um, so yeah. not, not great, not great there. Uh, sound avoidable, <laughs> but unfortunately that has led, you know, uh, just thought leader Maria Bartiromo over on Fox to just to really identify the true culprit. And I, I'm, I'm sure it's predictable, but you kind of have to hear how quickly she like in the, in light of this report just pivots to some culture war shit. Maria, take it away. It's the weakness that invites that aggression. Well, maybe they're focused too much on DEI. There's a concern at the FBI because they're dropping the FBI special agent requirements in the name of DEI. I'm just wondering if that has anything to do with missing an important drone that just killed three of our heroes, Congressman. And by the way, the national security issues go way beyond just this. Look at your backyard at the southern. Okay. How is anyway, she a real so, person? That's wild. I don't um, know, man. I mean, I guess I she's not. Know. She's a character for TV, but yeah, um, that's wild. But they love that. I mean, like, I just love the logic. They is like something bad happened. They got DEI. Yep. That's what it was. That's what it else. was, man. Not gross negligence, not oversight, not being overworked, not corporate greed. Yeah. It's that. It's that they're trying to give uh, marginalized people a fair shake. Yeah. The um, as we, we talked about before, that they blamed DEI initiatives at American Airlines for uh, Boeing planes falling apart <laughs> and Boeing, too. I feel like, too, probably. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like anything it, it, that's I wonder, do any police departments have DEI initiatives? Because would they would they keep it a, you know, a buck if they're like seeing these cops? They're doing such a terrible job. They're hurting right. innocent people because of the DEI stuff. <laughs> too <laughs> oh, woke. Really? police too, too woke. woke that just logic is so wild to me like it's especially with like that un you know uh the, the welfare organization that got all their funding pulled um after like israeli intelligence was like 12 people of this like thirteen thousand member organization uh may have been involved in the october 7th attacks and yeah. they're like defund it all and it's like i thought the american government was such a fan of don't let a couple bad apples ruin the bunch right you know, like, because nope. even if you do game that out and like it, it was, in fact, some people did infiltrate, then does is that reason to defund the entire thing? But yep. again, yeah, it yeah. shows you Turns the out in this lack case of consistency is. and yeah. thought there. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, finally, Mark Zuckerberg back on Capitol Hill uh, uh -oh. testifying at a contentious Senate hearing. There's plenty of research evidence that social media is very bad for uh, young people um, that they are just focused on making money and just drastically underfunded when it comes to making sure that their platforms are like safe places for humans to right. communicate and exist with one another. And so Noah Hawley, I, th I think it was, it was Hawley. I think, isn't that his first name? No, Josh, Josh, Hawley. Josh. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So Josh Hawley 
made him get up and apologize to the families and he did it and it was very uncomfortable and then the snapchat ceo like apologized to families because somebody bought a fentanyl pill on snap and uh you can buy a whole lot more of that on fucking snapchat right and then yeah they're uh, wildly irresponsible companies that make these people a shitload of money but i don't know that a public shaming is is quite enough it seems like maybe instead of having them get up there and like stand in the stockades of you know on cnn and be like pelted with disapproving looks from families who've like lost people maybe we should actually like pass some legislation that requires these things to be fucking monitored and like staffed appropriately yeah it's just uh it was just a it was just a chance for people to windmill on mark zuckerberg and like i'm not defending him at all but it's it's wild when you see all of these people just come at him from for a moment i was like oh that sucks and then you're like wait this fucking guy's the destroyer (laughs) Yeah, that's how hard they were going on him. But yeah, the real question is, okay, what kind of substantive legislation are you going to introduce? What kind of what kind of laws are you going to draft any or is this just going to be again? So Ted Cruz can go on. He's like, did you hear when I said, what were you thinking? (laughs) What the hell were you thinking? Like, it's just a bunch of people grandstanding like that. And I'm like, it again, to your point. It's it. God, don't make it for nothing. Like I love yeah. seeing this guy with. He ch- he did change his hair. Like he's getting yeah. wavy. Yeah, he's got a little. Because who's he the Roman good. emperor that he like idolizes? That he was doing his uh, hair like you know with the with bringing it all to the front. I mean, call it a Caesar. Uh, yeah, in the black hair style. Justinian, game. maybe. I don't know. I just made that up. But uh, <laughs> I don't know who Mark Zuckerberg likes from the Roman Empire. Um, uh god no there was someone it's it's so specific augustus that's augustus yeah Yeah. he's so into fucking augustus like everything is about that anyway so and now he's like it's growing out i guess look dude just being in hawaii man chill laid back zuckerberg man exactly hey that that guy that guy was sucker nerd all right this this is mark man this your buddy mark i I I grow my own beer to like feed my get my cattle drunk grow grow my own cow to feed my beer or something my bunco (laughs) i don't know man look i'm surfing the surfing the waves buddy yeah you're out there surfing the web and (laughs) it is my web that is killing you i'm out here surfing waves brother yeah god it just it's fucking this is like the worst part of uh, like you know hill politics is just like the bringing out your poster boards and being like what do you have to say yeah. And it's like, oh, except for, will you keep donating to my campaign? And then, that's right. Uh, maybe we will do something about this because, yeah, when you look at the face of it, and we talk about this all the time, the harm that's been done not just to younger people, but to like marginalized people, like yeah. the actual violence that has played out because of the lack of moderation on on these platforms. Uh, it's what, like, what? That's the fucking tragedy. Now, do something other than just being like, do you see what I fucking said to him, dude? fucking nailed it sweat dude all right well those are some of the things that are trending on this january 31st we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show until then be kind to each other be kind to yourselves get the vaccine don't do nothing about white supremacy and we will talk to y'all tomorrow bye bye
Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 